I read that somewhere. Or maybe it was the secret to good communication is sex. Come back to bed. Let's communicate some more. We can talk all night. I was looking around the room, which wasn't really dark at all, what with the drapes being open, so only sheer curtains covered the sliding glass door to the balcony, letting in the light from the full moon. Full moon. Werewolves. I told myself to stop being silly, but I'd seen something. Maybe it had been a trick of light and shadow, but he'd seemed so real. And I heard him speak. I shivered, hugging myself and bowing my head. Maybe I was going crazy. Jonathan got off the bed and put his arms around me, squeezing me against him for a second, my folded arms between us. Then he leaned back to look down at my face. What's wrong? You're scaring the hell out of me. It, it isn't you. Nothing's wrong. I just... I just thought I saw a ghost. A ghost. I felt something in my mind, a, a sliding feeling, like a bit of memory slipping into place. A ghost. Of course. I'd had a ghost before. Charlie... Charlie Bilbo, Jonathan's father. Jonathan's father, whose voice was very much like his son's. How could I have forgotten? I remembered now, just like it was yesterday, only it was really six months ago, in April, when a skeleton was dug up by the men who were putting in my swimming pool, and Charlie appeared to me. I'd helped solve his murder, which happened back in 1969. I remember Charlie now. Charlie with his bright blue eyes and long blonde hair. Long hair, that was it. He had long hair and hippie clothes, a silver and turquoise peace symbol on his chest. How could I have forgotten Charlie? How could I possibly forget about a ghost? I shivered again and felt Jonathan's arms tighten around me. How could I seriously think I'd known a ghost? Maybe I was going crazy. Lisbeth. Everything's okay, Jonathan. I, I just... The truth was impossible to tell, so I lied instead. I suddenly thought about Duke and Lady. I was just feeling sad, I guess. Duke and Lady were my parents. They died a few years ago from carbon monoxide poisoning in their trailer. Jonathan gently took my wrists and uncrossed my arms, then pressed my body against his again and rubbed my back and nuzzled my neck. He understands about parents. His father, Charlie, my ghost, Charlie. I did have a ghost. Charlie was really here. I remember him being here. Charlie died when Jonathan was just a toddler. But Jonathan believed his father ran off. He didn't know Charlie was dead until after the bones turned up in my backyard. And then Jonathan's mother disappeared and hasn't been seen since. Jonathan knows all about parents and how they make you feel. He suddenly scooped me up in his arms and kissed me, soft little feathery kisses darting all around my lips. I put my arms tight around his neck. I don't want any ghosts, Jonathan. My voice came out thick, full of tears. Shh, he said, and shh, put me down on the bed. 
He untied my robe and slid his body against mine. He felt warm and solid and real. No ghosts, he said. He meant memories, not real ghosts. But it helped anyway. And after a while, after I stopped wondering if Charlie was really real, and after I stopped wondering why he'd come back, and after I stopped worrying about him watching us, and after I stopped wondering if I really was going crazy, because why else would I be worrying about a ghost? After all that, I finally stopped thinking about ghosts, and pretty soon I stopped thinking about anything, but... Every once in a while, I opened my eyes just to check. There was no one standing by the bed. Chapter 2 He didn't come back until dawn. A tingle woke me. I'd been expecting it. I knew he would be back, because before I went to sleep, I thought about it.